And let me say Merry Christmas to you, Andy Lindis, and the whole Lindis crew and family. Merry Christmas to you. How are you doing today? I'm, do- I'm doing okay. I uh, I could have used the Lindis help uh, with a snowplow the other day because my snowblower decided not to start uh, for the first time in 24 years. How about that? I guess there's a time and place for everything. But uh, how did you guys survive? Did you get a lot of snow where you live? You know, uh, I think we got about six to four to six inches somewhere in there. It wasn't wasn't crazy bad. It was uh, how wet it was when when it first came down. Um, I'm lucky enough to to have a a wonderful little brother who came over with this plow truck and did a double plow before anything froze. So my driveway was actually pretty good. I thought it was going to be a skating rink and and uh, but we're okay. The cold well, that's though. Good. Boy, oh boy, that was a that was a shocker to the system for a couple of days. Wasn't uh, you know for for whatever reason I I didn't think it was going to get that cold, but when it did, I don't I don't know if it's just that I'm getting older or my hands. Like I could last 20 seconds outside working on anything before my hands were completely frozen the last couple of days. Denny tried to fill up the bird feeders. It took me a couple of times to get out there to do that. Uh, shoveling, and for whatever reason, I have 17 left-handed gloves and maybe one or two right-handed gloves. So <laughs> kind of like, I, uh, like socks. <laughs> I, I have some glove management that needs needs some help. Uh, you're right about the cold. It, it did it did take a drastic turn here. Of course, it is almost uh, the first of January, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's to be expected. Now, what about? I wanted to ask you this about. Uh, and by the way, before we even get to my question, let's invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, could be about decks, could be about insulation, roofing, window, siding, whatever the case may be. Uh, call Andy or text Andy. Same number. If texting is easier, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or you can call us too. There's we've cleared the lines. And you could use that uh, to uh, talk, uh, chat with Andy, 651-989-9226. I was thinking about uh, snow cover and uh, on roofing, on roofs. Uh, what's the deal? How much? I mean, we obviously here in Minnesota and CCO land uh, in general can take a lot of snow on our rooftops. But there, there's got to be some uh, weight issue here with some parts of the country. How do, how do we face that here? Well, the way the way our codes are written, Denny, um, it's pretty rare that I find damage on a house that's built the proper way due to snow load. Now, I've seen some rafter tails break or some rafters break, some some damage, but usually it's because of a an addition that was put on or some framing that was done that that was not necessarily the wrong way, but not. Not as good as it could have been. It's usually some extenuating circumstances, heat loss, ice dams. Ice dams are going to cause a lot more damage than the actual weight. That That's what I run into. The heat loss with water up on your roof causing rot, that, that's the damage that we see this time of winter. And especially like this week, when the temperatures got down that low that fast, <clears throat> the pressure that, that changes from in that amount of time, Denny, what, what your house starts to do, it actually starts to suck air down from the attic. If you, especially if you don't have proper attic air sealing, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to change that pressure in your house and something's going to happen called stack effect. So it's going to start bringing in that, that cold air. That cold air can create condensation. 
It can lead to other heat loss. That heat loss can lead to ice dams. Ice dams can lead to to rot in your attic, in your on your sheeting, in your rafter tills. So I've seen it cost thousands of dollars worth of damage. So it's more about the ice dams and water infiltration than it is the the snow load in Minnesota for for us, anyways. The the the, the problems that we run into has a lot more to do with ice than than weight. Now, what about uh, any particular jobs that, uh, given the snow and cold, all of a sudden? Uh, how has that changed with Linda's construction? What won't you be doing for a while? Well, uh, asphalt roofing has been shut down for a little bit. There's a couple of projects, uh, repairs that we're going to be working on, uh, smaller things that we're going to be working on. There's a new addition getting built that will have to be roofing. But other than that, roofing's pretty much shut down until the spring. Metal roofing is still going to be going. Siding's still going. Windows are... We we have quite a quite a little backlog there, but we're working our way through it. And, and as long as we don't get a lot more snow, LeafGuard uh, will be able to install most of the winter. Usually, it's it's the snow and the ice that that slows us more than the cold, Denny. What about and I think uh, about what happened just the other day, the official blizzard that was that was really something all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But what what about uh, what about insulation? Uh, do you guys still uh, do that given any kind of weather? Yes. Like I said, uh, some of the spray foam we need to can maybe condition a room, get it to the right temperature. Oh, yeah. um, but outside of that, we'll be we'll be insulating all winter long. In fact, uh, you should see the the online uh, form submissions. I know we're getting close to Christmas, but I think a lot of people were feeling the cold coming in their walls and their attics and their windows uh, for the first time when that, this cold weather hit. Because yeah. the amount of people that want us to come out and give a uh, free heat coming in their walls and their attics and their windows uh, for the first time when that, this cold weather hit because yeah. the amount of people that want us to come out and give a uh, free heat map analysis, which uh, we have blower doors that we can use, infrared imaging, and we'll really well give you a roadmap to making your house uh, the most comfortable it can possibly be. All right. We need to take a quick break here, Andy, but if uh, folks have a, any kind of a home improvement question, could be about insulation, could be about decks. I don't know how many people are thinking about decks. Now, people think about decks any time of year around here in CCULN. But whatever your home improvement question is, by all means, you can call it in or text it in, whichever is easier. It's the same number, 651-989-9226. We'll be back with more home improvement talk here on 830-WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show with Andy Lindas from Lindas Construction. Denny along here, uh, inviting you to call in your home improvement question or send a text, as usual. Uh, same number, 651-989-9226. Uh, Andy, a texter wants to know, as we never had this question before, I don't think, what does Lindas Construction do with all the old windows they replace? Uh, you know, it really depends. If there are any way we could use them, then, then then they can. Sometimes the homeowners have thoughts that they want to use them somewhere, so they get to keep them. But most of the time, they just get thrown away. Uh, being 100% honest with you, a lot of times they're rotten or in disrepair. There's a reason why we're replacing these windows. Any they're 20, 30, 40 years old. Um, a lot of the parts don't work. And removing things sometimes, there's just no way of getting them out of the hole without damaging them. Now, taking the sashes out, that's one thing. Sometimes people build greenhouses out of them. There's plenty of ice shacks that have old windows that we've taken out of houses uh, being used across Minnesota and Wisconsin today, I'm sure. But uh, more, more often than not, they get recycled or thrown away. Yeah, makes sense. 
All right. Again, there's a line open at 651-989-9226. Let's go to the phones. Bill, I believe, is calling in from Waverly, Minnesota. Bill, you are on CCO with Andy. Hi, Andy. Uh, hey, Bill. I got a strange electrical problem with my house. Uh, we have, it's old farmhouse, been remodeled, all new electric, new plumbing, you know, and all that. And uh, twice now this fall and then, then the other day when the high wind, I get spotty power outages in my house, not... You know, and the circuit breakers are fine, and and then when the wind settles down after a half a day or a day, the power just comes back on. What could you think what that might be? Hmm. Um, it sounds like more of an issue for the power companies than if your house. I have a hard time thinking that wind is going to cause anything in your house to short out. It sounds like it's more of a a power line issue, and and. That day with the high winds, there was a lot of people without power had spotty power. Mine would flick on and off every now and then. I uh, I had every flashlight in the house ready too, Denny, but uh, luckily we didn't need them. My in-laws in Monticello lost power for a few hours, but hmm. if it's going off and on because of wind, chances are it has nothing to do with your house, but I would contact the power company and let them know that, that you're having that issue because it might be something with the actual lines themselves. Especially since everything has been redone, even though it's an old farmhouse, uh, it sounded like it mm-hmm. had, uh, you know, a lot of uh, uh, restoration done, electronic, electrically yeah. as well. Yeah, power company, at least start there. Yeah, if, 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 if your power flickers only when the wind blows, chances are it's the power lines, not your house. All right. Good luck with that. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you'd rather send your home improvement question via text or call. Either one. Andy Lind is helping you out uh, today. All right, let's see. Here's a text, Andy. It says this, My house overhangs the foundation about 15 inches for 10 feet in one room. The floor gets very cold in that room. A texter wants to know, Can I fill the cavities with expanding foam? I have easy access to them from the unfinished basement. What do you think about that do-it-yourself foam? Uh this is a very doable project. Um, I've always laughed. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is some type of cantilever. So imagine your, your typical story in a half home and you have your kitchen, but you want to make that kitchen a little bit wider. So what they do is they build the upper level over the top of the first level, creating a cantilever. So it overhangs the, the first level by about 15 inches. And some contractors, when they're putting on the siding, for whatever reason, don't order like a solid soffit panel for there. So they actually put vented soffit into that area, creating even a colder floor. And usually there's just some fiberglass stuffed in there. So the air infiltration is just crazy. It is, this, is, this is something that we, we look for on almost any house we visit. And we ask people about it because almost every time we talk to them, they say the same thing. My floor is cold and our fix is spray foam. Remove the soffit, spray foam the area. You're going to take care of any air infiltration and you're going to have a much, much warmer room. It's a, you're going to be very, very happy when that accomp- when you when you accomplish that. But did you say earlier that you need to uh, modify the the temperature in a room before you use the foam or attic, whatever the case may be? You do, you do, yes. So this isn't something that you can do when it's this cold outside. It's uh, most of the spray foam. I think you need to get to forty degrees for it to cure properly. Okay. Another window question via text, Andy. Uh, we hear you talk about season guard windows. And hold on here. And Infinity by Marvin. Uh, what's the Infinity uh, Marvin window made out of? That's that's the gist of the text. 
Altrex. It's a composite uh, fiberglass type system. The nice part about uh, the, the Infinity window by Marvin, when you, when you think about the range of temperatures we get here in Minnesota and, and wooden, metal, glass, all of it's going to have different expansion and contraction rates. When, when, when you take a look at the Infinity window by Marvin, those, those, those materials are closer together, so your expansion rates are much closer. So we don't really don't have any seal failures. We don't have a lot of frost up issues with those windows. It's just a fantastic window to install and, and one that not only is going to last uh, for whoever buys it, it's going to be the last window that, that the house is probably ever going to need. We're talking a 30, 40, 50 year type window. It really is. I don't know. I, I do a lot of service calls. We have a lot of warranty work with a lot of different products. I don't think we've ever, and we're only talking about five years now, but in five years, never having a warranty claim on Infinity, I think that's that's pretty cool. In our season guard window, there's some warranty claims out there, but typically pretty small issues and not not a big deal. It's usually not a manufacturer issue. It might be an installation error, just normal things that happen. But both those windows. If you choose them, you're going to be very happy. We really don't have issues with them, Denny. Those are, no. That's why we choose them. We can we can use any window we want to in the United States. So and we and we look at them every year. If somebody starts making a better window, I'll start using it. Well, we've had such good luck with Season Guard windows. I, I have not uh, obviously tried the Infinity. Maybe someday, but Season Guard is a sweet window. Had great luck. Yeah, great luck with it. I measured uh, a couple of windows uh, yesterday to figure out uh, some pricing on my own house. So my, my new addition, Denny, yeah. I have uh, one of the big three manufacturers, we'll call it, but it's uh, I think it's 32-year-old edition, 30-year-old edition now. And when when we got down to that uh, 10 below, those windows, I don't know if I didn't notice it last year, but boy, oh boy, were they cold. And it's uh, it's time. 32 years. I think I've tested them long enough. It's time to, uh, I'm going to get a round top window. So, and I have to take down all of the siding to install it. So I've been putting it off, but my wife finally talked me into it. New round top infinity windows are going to be going in the house and kind of excited for it. I measured the inside pane of the glass when it was 10 below Denny and it was 46 degrees. So when your inside pane of your glass is 46 degrees, the chances of you keeping that that room warm is is pretty small. My my infinity windows were sixty one degrees. If that tells wow. anything, what a difference! That's a big difference. I should say. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're going to take a break. I want to alert Barb, Granite Falls. You're going to be first up here, so hang on. Uh, if you have a question, a home improvement type of question, like Barb, call it in or text it in six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Sandy Lindis. We'll help you out this morning, as we always do here in the 9 o'clock hour. On News Talk 830, WCCO, stay with us. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindis Construction every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour, as we've done for years. Andy Lindis helping you out today, either by phone or by text. There is a line open if you want to fill it or just send the text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Andy, we promised Barb in Granite Falls she would be first up here. Barb, thanks for your patience. What's your question for Andy? Yes, um, we live in a turn-of-the-century home, and we've done a lot of restoration to it. And we took, uh, we put in a new furnace, which bent it outside, which we no longer use the chimney. Well, over the years... I've noticed here in the last 
year or two, the chimney in the basement is disintegrating. The uh, concrete or motor, you want to call it, is falling mm-hmm. up. And so I've got these little dust piles on the on the floor, and I want to know how can I repair this chimney, and um, and so it doesn't do that. Um, and it's it's no longer in use. Yeah, it's no longer in use. We did uh, close it off in the attic. The attic part of the chimney is fine. That that's no problem. It's just down in the basement. Yeah, um, I don't know if you're not using the chimney. I thought you're going to want to go through the the expense of repairing the mortar. There's once that once that mortar starts to go, there's not really any coatings you can put on it to keep the dust off it. Outside of redoing the the actual re- tuck pointing itself um, on the on the brick. We remove these chimneys on a regular basis when they when they go out of, out of commission, and it's, it's not uncommon that we just remove them down to the roof and leave the rest in the house. So whatever in the attic stays there, the rest of the chimney goes away. We can take a look at doing something like that, or you can take a look at re-tuck pointing the entire chimney, but I doubt you're going to want to do that if it's not in use. wish there was a better answer for you. Once, that, once those things start to deteriorate and go, there's really no easy fix for it. And like you said, you guys have done this before. If uh, if it's not in use, um, mm-hmm. get rid of it. Yeah. Um, you know, chimneys are, one, it's hard to find a good mason. We right. have a couple that we work with, but uh, I'm telling you, um, the lead times on masons are unlike any other type of home improvement. I and mean, we're talking six months to a year, and it's been wow. that way for a decade. So for, for, for most of, of the masons. Now, we have masons that we work with that we can get out to a roof job uh, when we need to as fast as we need to, but they're rare, and it, it's, they change all the time. So, and they're not, they're not cheap. Now, take that and consider that, and then talk about all the fire hazards that, that chimneys can cause. So when, when I sit and talk to chimney guys that, that really know what they're doing, the amount of insurance claims for redoing chimneys because of fire hazards, the the chimneys that were built wrong in the Twin Cities in the last, you know, that are 30, 40 years old that weren't using the right materials or have have fire hazards that are just built into them because of how they were made. It's there's there's a lot of issues with chimneys that that we find when we're on product products. That's why I, when we find one that's in use, my salespeople and and, and the rule we have at Linux Construction is get the experts out and inspect it so we can make the best decisions for that home from there. Yeah. And again, uh, you can call Lindis Construction. Uh, you guys come out for a first visit. That's always free, right? Yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. All right. 651-989-9226. Back to the phones. I think Mary has been waiting there in Shoreview. Thanks, Mary. What's your question for Andy Lindis? Well, good morning, Andy. Um, I'm calling from Shoreview, of course. I have a bathroom fan a vent pipe that has been leaking water since uh, a week before Thanksgiving. Now, I took out the old fan because I understand it was not a proper vent fan for a bathroom. That pipe is still leaking, so I plugged it up with a towel. What am I going to do? Um, well, is it, it's leaking down the outside of the pipe, inside of the pipe? Inside. 
sleaking okay, into so my bathroom. And it never More stopped. than likely, and it never stops. No. So, hmm. So it was... It's, uh, it's, a, con- it's a condensation issue. So somehow yeah. that pipe is getting colder than what it had happened in years past. So you have warm air meeting a cold surface. Right. And it's creating some kind of condensation and stripping down there. So a couple things you can do. You can insulate the pipe. You can take a look at why there's so much cold air coming into that area. What's changed in the last year? Sometimes insulation can shift from one side of the attic, leading to other problems. But I would start in your attic and take a look at your pipe from there. A lot of times we will insulate those those vent pipes. So we're, what we do is we create a higher con- a condensation rating. So it's going to keep it's going to take an even colder temperature once you insulate that pipe in order for condensation to happen, which is going to make it rare or just never going to happen again. We usually don't have those issues. I'm curious, what kind of vent was used wrong I, uh, in place hate, of a bath vent? I hate to say this, but uh, it was your company that put it in. The, uh, the It was a Panasonic Whisper fan? There's no, no, they didn't replace the fan. That's the thing. They replaced the pipe, but they didn't, you didn't replace the bathroom fan. From what I understand, I had somebody come out here. I have a kitchen fan in there that has no flap. Hmm. So we must have done some insulation or, or roofing there, and, and, and I don't know why we either priced out a fan or we probably should have priced out a fan that's disappointing um what i would uh take a look at is uh i don't know it sounds like they changed out the fan but i i would want to look at this project myself and figure out why it happened there's got to be a reason usually we don't just do things willy-nilly denny you know that no no um no. sometimes there's there's things we run into a project that we we find out halfway through or or not, but uh, yeah, contact your estimated or Lindis, Andy at lindisco.com, and I will look into the project myself and, and figure that part out. Yeah, you've got to but see that in person. When, yeah, typically when we do a bath fan, we have an insulated pipe that goes in there, and the fans that we choose to use are the, the Panasonic Whisper fans, um, which the, the flap, I, I'm, I'm curious to see, even like a, a kitchen vent is going to have some type of yeah, I there's there's more to this story would be my guess, Danny. Yeah, yeah, you've actually got to visually uh, uh, dissect this whole thing. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, Mary should just get in touch with you guys and have you out. One eight hundred Leafguard Mary. Well, you know the number if you've uh, used Lindis for sure. There's there's got to be more to this story for sure. Six five one. Our number six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Let's see a text. We got a bunch of text. Let's see here. All right. There's another uh, window, 22-year-old casement window with three inches of moisture inside on the glass at the base. Turns to ice at times. I just say thanks. So what are your thoughts about that? Uh, two things happening. It's, uh, it's probably not a very good window, one. Um, but, but first, I would check your humidity level in your house. If if you're getting a lot of frost up on your windows, chances are your humidity, you know, when we're down to 10 below, Denny, they recommend between 20 and 30% humidity. I'm, I'm guessing if you're getting frost on your windows, you're, you're probably in that 40, 50, even 60% humidity in your house, which can lead to a lot of different issues. 
So if you're noticing frost on your on your windows, what I start to worry about is the frost that you don't see. Where else am, am I getting a condens condensation turned into frost? Uh, is it on my insulation? Is it going to cause mold inside my walls? There's a, there's a lot of things that can happen when you're seeing that. It's something that you want to address. Now, certain temperatures, if it's only happening in a couple of times a year or on a couple of windows, you notice some frost, probably nothing to, to, to panic about. But if it's happening on a regular basis, I'd, I'd want to do some inspections and, and make sure that it's not causing damage somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, uh, Texter says it's a 22-year-old casement. You've uh, told us here on this show a number of times that even in newer homes, newer meaning maybe the last five, eight years, that you've, uh, Linda says, replaced windows that are that new or newer. Uh, what do we call it? Contractor grade? Yeah, contractor grade. But even having said that, Danny, you can have the top of the line, very best window money can buy, put in your house. And if you have crazy cold temperatures outside and a relative humidity that's 40, 50, 60% in your house, yeah. you might not be immune from frost up issues on your windows. It could still happen. It's a lot of times it has to do with your humidity levels or you can put the, the best window in the wall. And if you still have, air infiltration or stack effect happening, Denny, that's going to create a, a condens condensation issue that that I don't care how much money you spend on windows or what, what type of window you buy, it's not going to help. Mm -hmm. Variables, other variables, yeah. Uh, tell you what, I know in a moment or two we should break, but I'm going to go back to the phones, Andy. Dominic's calling in from Plymouth, uh, I believe, this morning. Dominic, you're on with Andy. Go ahead, please. Hello there. Uh, hey, Andy. Um, I have got a 20-year-old house. And I've got a, a, a finished garage, um, and above the garage is probably half of it's my daughter's bedroom, and the other half is just like an open attic space. So there's insulation against her walls, uh, but there's no insulation on the roofing or insulation on uh, the stucco, the inside of the stucco. And I was wondering, would there be any issues with me insulating that area? Um, I was thinking about using the blow-in for the roof space area and maybe putting some uh, padded insulation on the roof on the inside. Yeah, um, so what you have there is what we call a, a bonus room, and they're awesome, but you're going to have to create some type of hot roof situation, and usually loose spill insulation isn't a good solution for that just because you can't get to the desired R value in that short of a space. So. Okay. If, if, if you look at fiberglass or cellulose, you're talking, what is it, about an R per inch. So to get to an R60, you're talking, you know, 25, 30 inches of insulation. About an R per inch. So to get to an R60, you're talking, you know, 25, 30 inches of insulation. So spray foam is usually a better option in those areas. You can fill the cavity, but you are going to be creating a hot roof. A hot roof is any type of roof that doesn't have any venting, and, and hot roofs sometimes are not covered under shingle warranties because an unvented space can lead to your shingles and your roofing deteriorating at a much faster pace than, than a vented or conditioned space. That's why we always choose spray foam in those situations because that's going to give us I want to say the best of both worlds, but when you're faced with a vaulted ceiling that you can't ventil ventilate, it seems like it's the best option. Next to 
putting a metal roof outside with three inches of foam underneath the metal roof. We've, we've had really good options with that. Not, not necessarily with uh, keeping the house warmer, but with removing ice dams. But for, for me, and I have a bonus room above my garage, I'm going to condition that area. I'm going to spray foam it and make that a hot roof area, and I think you're going to be much better off. All right. Very good. Andy, we need to take a quick break. We have more show to come. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, send it in via text or call it in. Same number, 651-989-9226. 17 degrees in the Twin Cities going for 25, one to two inches of new snow possibly coming in midday tomorrow. You stay tuned to News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented by Linda's Construction every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour. Andy is helping you out today by a phone and by text. And we still have some text messages, Andy. I'd like to field or have you field for us. Uh, let's see. Well, you had mentioned hot roofs a bit ago. Uh, here's a text came in from Tom from Marshall. Uh, what's Andy's thoughts about hot roofs? What are the advantages and disadvantages? Tom wants to know. Uh, well, the advantage would be the extra living space that you get because you you have a vaulted ceiling. So you got the the higher ceilings or like the the last collar. Um, there's really no way of of making that bonus room without doing a hot roof in that area. So there's no way of ventilating that 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 vaulted roof. Those are the advantages. Uh, the disadvantages are ice dams leaking, not having enough insulation, the deteriorates on the shingles. Um, a lot of times we see these hot roofs, Denny, um, it's their great room. The addition that was put off the house has, has the cathedral ceilings or the vaulted ceilings. And now you don't have, you have the winter time. The snow comes on that roof, it sits next to the house. Even to say you have two by four walls, like, like my old farmhouse here does. Now you got a vaulted ceiling losing heat. You got two by four walls losing heat. Next thing you know, all that snow melts. And now where your side wall is, is where we find a lot of leaking and rotting in those situations. So for us, when we see those types of, of roofs um, and we're looking at insulation or, or roofing, we want to remove all the decking, fill up the, the entire cavity with spray foam. And then when we get to the actual house, part we're actually going to go up the wall with ice and water shield before we put on step flashing because even if you can put in 10 12 14 16 inches of insulation you still might get some heat loss there so i don't think there's a lot of advantage over aesthetics and and more space with the hot roof it's something that you want to avoid if you can typically Okay. Here is another one for you andy it says i have a large double hung window that needs replacing it's wood on the inside and hunter green aluminum on the outside. Is that something Lindis could match? Yes, we can from a mm. variety of manufacturers. And and if that's not none of those manufacturers have the right color green, because green's a funny one, Denny. That green can have so many different tones, and every one of these manufacturers makes <laughs> a different green, it seems like. And this is just in LeafGuard at one point, I had four greens. Like our area of the world, we need every color green at one point in time that, that we can get our hands on, it seems like. So so if we can't find one that matches, there are companies that will custom make windows, and we can paint different windows to match. But hunter green is usually an exterior color we can get in, in most windows. All right, good news. Uh, Texter wants to know, are prices going to be higher this summer, and will they stay there even after production returns to pre-COVID levels? 
Um, you know, uh, it's hard to say. Um, we've done a pretty good job being able to keep stable pricing throughout 2020. I know there's going to be some price increases in 2021, but it, some of it has to do with COVID. Some of it has to do with that price increases were put off in 2020 because everyone was worried about the economy. So as the, the, the back half of the year started going, we started to see those already. So I think that we have some catch up. I can tell you this, Danny, it's, it's pretty rare where I see home improvement pricing come down. When I, when I say rare, I can think of two manufacturers ever in the history of me looking at those things over the last 20 years that they've lowered the price. And usually it was commodity-driven type manufacturers where aluminum pricing was coming down. So we were, we're getting some breaks on that. But I haven't seen a lot – let's put it this way. I haven't seen shingles, siding, windows go down in price ever. So usually once they get to a price, they stay there. I wouldn't, if you're thinking about putting off home improvements because you're going to save money, there's, there's some, this is the first time where that thought process might actually make a little bit of sense, especially if you're building a home. Um, all the, the lumber materials right now are, are, are pretty, pretty crazy, 20, 30% more. And I think that we're going to see that actually stabilize in the first quarter here. But outside of that, I, I don't see you saving money waiting to August to do a home improvement. It's just something that doesn't happen very often. Denny, how often do you see things, prices go up and then come back down? Yeah, like taxes. Yeah, right. They uh, just don't happen. It, it, once the manufacturers get comfortable charging you for that, people are paying for it, they're going to they're gonna stay there. And they're going to stay there, the, yeah. the, the way it is, and things go up. And I can tell you this, putting on a new roof right now compared to 10 years ago is going to cost you a lot more. When I say a lot more, we're talking thousands of dollars, Denny. So, and we are just about delayed. out of time. Are we? Oh, sorry. Yes, about that. already. No, that's all right. We've got uh, just in the last uh, twenty seconds or so. Let's let's get the uh, numbers for. Uh, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lindis? One eight hundred Leaf Guard. Look us up on the web at Lindis Co. or LindisConstruction dot com. And my personal email. Anybody has any issues? Andy at LindisCo dot com. Andy at lindisco.com. Andy, happy new year. We'll talk to you in the new year. How about that? In the new year. One week from today. How about that? All right. Thanks, Andy. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, right now in the Twin Cities, it's 17 degrees. Still talking about uh, fog and mist. We expect highs today near 25. But as we mentioned earlier, uh, tomorrow's snow is likely how much? Maybe one to two inches possible in the afternoon. Again, right now, air is calm. Our current WCCO temperature reading with fog and mist, 17 degrees. Stay with us on CCO.